You're listening to the Dietitian Connection Student Podcast. This podcast gives you a range of tips and tools to kickstart your career in dietetics. We delve into the experiences of student dietitians and hear from the most influential and successful dietitians in the profession. This podcast will inspire you, it will challenge you, and it will empower you to become a nutrition leader and realize your dreams. A very warm welcome to all of our listeners. Thanks so much for tuning in for another great episode of the Dietitian Connection Student Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Agnew, and I'm a student dietitian at the University of Queensland. For this week's episode, we've got Leanne Ward on the show. Leanne is an accredited practicing dietitian, accredited nutritionist, and provisional sports dietitian. She currently works as a clinical dietitian in Brisbane and concurrently runs two extremely successful social media sites using Instagram and Facebook. Online, Leanne is known as the fitness dietitian, wherein she shares her passion for health and nutrition. Today, the fitness dietitian will be joining us to discuss her success and also to talk about how we can become dietitians in the media. Welcome to the show, Leanne. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me, Kate. I'm super excited to chat to you today because your social media accounts, The Fitness Dietitian, are really inspirational and I'm really looking forward to getting a little bit more of an insight into what goes on behind The Fitness Dietitian. So to start us off, could you tell us why you decided to get into social media? Yeah, sure. I guess one of the reasons I originally started was that I had so many friends and family asking me the same sort of questions. They were always, you know, health-related questions, um, some about the latest fad diet, some other things like what should I be eating or is this good or is this bad? And I just found that I was giving the same people or different people the same answers. And so I thought if I combined all those answers and put it onto sort of like a social media site, that way I could share it with everybody and the general public as well. Um, And the other reason I guess I started my social media pages was that I just got so sick and tired of seeing so much misinformation in the media. I felt like, you know, more qualified people needed to occupy the space a little bit more. I'd watch, you know, my Facebook feed, for example, and my friends and my family would be clicking on these posts and liking these posts that, you know, had no evidence-based nutrition towards them whatsoever, and I'd feel like I was just pulling my hair out. So I just decided to start my social media pages um, to sort of combat these few issues. Sure. That's quite interesting, Leanne, because I understand you're very passionate about providing nutrition advice in line with the latest guidelines, but you also make things really fun and exciting for your followers. So I'd like to talk a little bit about the steps that you took to start your social media presence. Yeah, of course. Originally, I started, um, as I mentioned, just with my Facebook page. I was just, you know, I had one platform that I'd answer people's questions and I'd write some blog articles and that sort of thing. And then about a year ago, Facebook changed the rules. And essentially, if you were sort of like a business or a page, but you weren't paying to promote yourself, nobody really saw your content. So I was writing, you know, these what I would call great blog articles and answering lots of people's questions, but nobody would really see my content because I wasn't paying to advertise it. Um, so that was a bit disheartening. 
So a friend of mine suggested that I move over to Instagram because it's got such high engagement. So I created my Instagram page. I post a photo with a short caption and sort of redirect my followers back to my Facebook to see my blog articles. But then I realized that my Instagram page had much higher engagement than my Facebook page because, you know, we live in such a busy, fast-paced world that people didn't have time to sit down and and read a two-page blog article. They'd rather just look at a nice, pretty photo of some healthy food or something and read, you know, a couple of line caption. Um, So I think I've sort of moved off the Facebook um, platform a little bit and more towards Instagram because it's got such higher engagement. Yeah, smart move. I was just having a look at your Instagram page earlier on today and I see you're up to 109,000 followers now, which is amazing, Leanne. Thanks, Kate. So, Leanne, I'd like to talk about the whole concept of dietitians in the media. Do you have any thoughts on why it's so important for dietitians to have a voice in the media? Yeah, definitely. This is something I'm really passionate about. And as I said, that was one of the main reasons that I started my social media pages to begin with. Um, There are just so many unqualified people in this space. You know, anybody who's ever lost weight thinks that they're a professional. They think that they're an expert on this issue. And they think that just because one thing worked for them, it should work for everybody else. They don't realize that, you know, one, one thing or one type of whatever they did to lose weight doesn't work for everybody. And that's how we as dietitians are different because we realize that, you know, dietetic intervention needs to be really individualized. Um, you know, there are so many unqualified people in this, in this social media sphere that um, there need to be more qualified people occupying this space because there are so many impressionable young women out there that we need to get our, you know, balanced evidence-based messages across Um, And I guess we're really struggling with that at the moment because I feel like there are so many more unqualified people than there are qualified people. Um, So I'd really love to see more health professionals in this space, including students. Very well said, Leanne. So on that note, I understand that you've now expanded your social media presence with this new website that you've launched. So that is the fitnessdietitian.com.au. Is that correct? Yeah. So could you tell us a bit more about your website and also what it offers? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess, as I said before, when Facebook changed the rules, I think about a year ago now, you know, if you weren't paying to promote your content, nobody really saw it. And that's quite disheartening when, you know, you spend quite a long time writing these blogs and, you know, putting a lot of effort into it. So I thought I'd move away um, from blogging on that sort of sphere into a website where my content would always be available and people could... Um, I guess go to it whenever and, and see it from there. So the website has, I guess, my tagline on it, which is Nourish, Sweat, Discover. So the Nourish has healthy recipes under it. The Sweat has some of my fitness workouts. And the Discover is all about, um, you know, discovering new places, discovering new things to do, discovering new restaurants. Um, I really want to make that um, somewhere that people who are visiting Brisbane or who um, might come to stay for a little while can um, discover new places in Brisbane to exercise, to eat, to be really active um, and to sort of go on an adventure without going overseas or too far from home. So there's quite a lot of, um, there'll be quite a lot of different content on the website, but I'll also hopefully upload a lot of my blogs that I've previously written, which have sort of, you know, fallen back on my Facebook page. So now I can transfer them over to this new website um, and hopefully people can come over and read them, you know, whenever they feel like it. 
Definitely. So for all of our listeners, watch the space because Leanna understand that you're going to be adding more to it over the next few months and it's going to be growing. Definitely. Um, it's sort of just in its infancy at the moment and I'll hopefully just keep building to it and building to it and adding new content every week. Awesome. I'm so excited to see what happens in the next few months. So Leanne, could you tell us a bit more about the overall aims of the fitness dietitian? Sure. So basically, I guess from day one, my overall aim was to make healthy eating simple. You know, I didn't want people to think that they had to go on a diet or they had to just eat salad or they had to run five kilometers every day. I wanted to show people that they could still live a happy, healthy life and still go out to dinner and still have a glass of wine and still have a piece of cake. For me, it's really all about balance and it's trying to educate people how to do that in a healthy way. And I guess I sort of follow that 80-20 principle, you know, 80% healthy, 20% eat and drink whatever you want. (laughs) So I guess the overall aim of the fitness dietitian is to make you know, healthy eating simple. I want to motivate and inspire people through my pictures and through my messages and I want people to live their healthy eating journey with me at the same time because I guess even I'm continuously learning, I'm continuously trying to make myself, you know, that little bit healthier, that little bit fitter and I guess I want people to come on that journey with me. That's great, Leanne, and you certainly do take people on that journey. I mean, I'm one of your followers, and as I said before, you definitely provide practical and exciting advice for food and fitness. So that leads me to my next question. What do you do when people on social media don't 100% agree with your nutrition advice or the content of your posts? Yeah, that's a great question, Kate, because you know what, that happens all the time, and especially in nutrition, it's such an ever-changing and ever-evolving field that we can never be 100% on top of absolutely everything regarding nutrition science. And there are so many differing opinions. And that's completely okay because, you know, we're all individuals. But I guess that you just need to keep in mind that you won't always be correct and you won't always please everybody. So not everyone will always be happy with the messages that you're putting out or you know the things that you're saying, but that's completely okay. But I guess just keep in mind, um, really keep in mind to pick your battles. You know, some people are just not worth engaging with. They have such concrete um, beliefs set in mind that no matter what you say, you're never really going to change their beliefs. Um, and I guess that that's okay because there are so many other people out there that, we could really help and who would really, um, you know, benefit from our help. And so I guess those are the ones that we try and target rather than trying to change the mindset of people who, no matter what we say, we're never actually going to, you know, change their opinion. Um, You know, we can never please everyone. So I guess just bear in mind, really work on the people that who want our help and who appreciate our messages. They're the ones that, you know, we're trying to help. Yep. Very good point, Leanne. So given your success, what do you think are really important habits or characteristics of a dietitian in the social media spotlight? I think probably for me, the three most important things I can really target are to be honest, be authentic and be open. Um, I see a lot of people in social media these days who are just promoting things basically because they're getting paid to promote it or, you know, a company's giving them, you know, quite a lot of product. And I think for me, um, I promote things sometimes as well, but it's only things that I would um, 
you know, use day-to-day myself or something I've been using for years. So really try to be really authentic and don't promote something or don't say something if you yourself wouldn't do it. Um, Try to be really honest as well. You know, it's okay to not know the answer. It's okay to not know everything. As I said before, nutrition science is such a fast-paced, evolving field that none of us can ever stay on top of absolutely everything. So it's perfectly fine to admit that you don't know the answer, but you can go away and look it up and, and get back to somebody a bit later. I've done that in the past, and I think people are more appreciative of the fact that you were honest with them and you can come back and get, you know, a correct answer for them at a later stage. Um, and finally, yeah, just be really open. You know, don't um, don't promote things that you yourself don't believe in and don't do things that um, aren't authentic. You know, I see a lot of girls who will post a photo of themselves, you know, exercising with a full face of makeup on. Um, you know, I try to, to um, only post things that I myself would eat or make or in my fitness photos I try not to wear any makeup and I don't mind if I post pictures that are really sweaty of myself because that's you know that's me being authentic that's me that's letting people in and seeing that I'm just like they are therefore they can you know they can do the things that I do because you know we're the same sort of people. That's really awesome Leanne and I think it's really great that you get your followers engaged by running competitions and offering prize packs. I think it certainly adds to the social media experience. So are there any additional lessons or things that you've learned from your social media journey so far? Yeah, um, I guess, as you just said, Kate, engaging your audience, I think that's probably the most important thing in social media because if you don't have an audience, um, you know, your social media accounts are never going to be are never going to be successful. So I see a lot of accounts where people will ask questions and will ask comments and stuff, but the person who owns that account won't reply to that. So I know that we're all busy, but if you're gonna if you're gonna have a social media account, really try and stay on top of the people who are asking you questions and commenting on your thing because they're the reason that you're successful in the first place. So you really want to try and give back to them, even if it's something as simple as answering their question. I don't expect anyone to to give full advice or meal plans, but a lot of people just want to know, you know, quite simple, straightforward things that really only take, you know, 30 seconds to a minute for you to answer. Um, Yeah, so really do try to engage with your audience. And I guess, you know, if companies come along and offer you some product, it's always nice to, you know, offer that to your followers as well, you know, through competitions and that sort of thing, if those products are something that you would use yourself and things that you believe in, um, because I find that my followers always absolutely love when I run competitions um, because, you know, they're trying to be fit and healthy as well and they love trying new things as well. So I find that that gets me really high engagement on my pages when I run healthy competitions and things like that. So Leanne, what do you do to ensure you continue to grow and develop as a dietitian in social media? Yeah, so I guess I just really try to keep up to date by reading other people's blogs. I go on to 9msn.com every morning and I sort of see what's happening in the media and um, I even visit websites such as popsugar.com just to see what sort of health things are trending, you know, what are the newest superfoods, what's the, the newest diet that the celebrities are following. That way I can sort of do a little bit of research about it and sort of be one step ahead of everybody else and so when somebody comes and asks me what they think about this diet or what they think about this superfood at least um I have sort of an answer and I have a little bit of knowledge around what that is and I can sort of advise them in that way if that makes sense 
Um, and not just that, that's sort of the PD that I do personally. Um, I also like to attend other networking events, other business events, not just nutrition and dietetic specific events. Um, I also listen to webinars, I listen to podcasts, and probably the biggest one I found that's really helped me in terms of my social media is asking my friends. I have a really great group of really honest friends, and they'll give me really, really honest feedback. I guess if I'm doing something wrong, they'll be the first to let me know. But if I'm doing something right, they'll be like, great, love it, give me more of it. So I guess really finding some honest friends and some family members who will provide you with um, that great advice from the very beginning has been really helpful because there's been a lot of things that I had posted when I was first starting out and my friends and family were like, hold on, take a step back, get rid of that. You probably shouldn't be posting about that or nobody really wants to read about that and sort of redirected me in another way of what they found interesting or what they would like to know. Um, And so I guess that's really helped me from the very beginning. So are there any dietitians in the social media space that you really admire? I would have to say that my favourite dietitian in social media is Joanna McMillan. She speaks with such powerful messages but in such a simple way. So she never quotes evidence-based at the public. She never goes over the top and she never preaches. She just states things in such a simple, matter-of-fact way. Um, in you know, She says it in, in basic science, a way that everybody can understand, not just quoting things from the literature, which I've seen you know, other, type, other dietitians do as well, but she just says it in a way that absolutely everybody can understand. It's really basic science and it translates to really balanced advice. Um, so I really admire her for doing that. She's got quite a skill. So to finish us off, what is your number one tip for a student dietitian who wants to get into social media? Just do it. Just start it. You know, I never really had a plan. I did it for a bit of fun. And then I guess it just grew and grew from there. And um, I was sort of persistent with it too. You know, it didn't just happen overnight. I kept working at it. I kept uploading things. You know, some of my earlier blogs and photos would get one like, two likes, three likes. And I guess it's a bit disheartening from the start. But if you just keep working at it, you keep building it, people will come to your pages and they will interact with you if you're providing good, high-quality content. And I guess um, on another note, really try to be up to date with with the media, with health trends, with current, you know, superfoods and fad diets and that sort of thing because the minute it's shown on a current fair, people will start asking you about it. And if you don't know um, even what they're talking about, it doesn't look so great on you. So really do try to stay, um, you know, abreast of all those current health trends. It'll really benefit you. Um, I just wanted to say that I was at um, an event uh, recently and we were talking about dietitians in social media and how we needed there needed to be more of us in this space and there were a lot of students and a lot of new grads at this event and um, one girl put up her hand and she said, um, how do we get into social media as students? She was really quite worried that she wasn't qualified enough to you know, start her own Facebook page or start her own website and she was sort of questioning around that and I just sat there thinking to myself that there are so many unqualified people in the social media space that even as a student you already have more knowledge than the majority of these unqualified people in the social media space so don't let that be the thing that holds you back you know even if you're in your first year at uni jump onto social media now you know start engaging with your audience um, because it's really great even in terms of 
updating your own knowledge. I found that when people used to ask me questions um, back when I was a student, even when I first started, it'd make me go out and make me research those questions when I previously I wouldn't have even done that. I wouldn't have even thought about it, so I wouldn't have known the answer to that. So it sort of it makes you a better practitioner, even if you're just a student. It makes you you go out and and search for it and you know update your knowledge a little bit. So don't let the fact that you're um, you know, still at university holds you back from having a social media account. I guess I'm just trying to say that you're more than qualified to be able to, you know, give out evidence-based nutrition, even if you're not technically an APD yet. Really great advice, Leanne. So for all of our listeners, you can get Leanne on social media by searching the underscore fitness underscore dietitian on Instagram or going to the fitness dietitian on Facebook. And we'll also have the links to Leanne's social media sites, her website, and we'll, as well as a few extra resources available on our show notes. And that's at dietitianconnection.com slash podcasts. But Leanne, I'd just like to say thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us today. It's been a real treat to hear about your social media journey. And you've given us a range of tips as well as the inspiration that we need to get into social media. So once again, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Kate. Also, a big thank you to all of our listeners. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, could you please write a review for us as well as pass this podcast on to your colleagues and friends? And don't forget to subscribe to the Dietitian Connection Student Podcast so that you can automatically download and listen to the new episode each fortnight as it comes out. Thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next time for another great episode of the Dietitian Connection Student Podcast.